Today's message is Happy Christmas, The War is Over. I heard this Christmas song from John Lennon. Have you ever heard of John Lennon from the Beatles? John Lennon and Yoko Ono, they wrote this song called Happy Christmas, The War is Over. When I saw that title, I thought, you know, that has a meaning for me. That has a deeper meaning than probably what they intended. Noong sinulat nila yung Christmas song na yan. And the theme verse that the Lord chose for this topic was in Luke chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. Madalas na tuwing Pasko, nilalabas ang Luke chapter 2. And this is a very popular verse for Christmas. So let's read it together. Do you have an outline? Okay, right there at the top, Luke chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. Ang setting is the angel came and visited the shepherds. So it says here, suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So it's a very common uh, Christmas verse in the Bible that because the, this is the announcing of the angels. They're announcing the coming of Jesus Christ to earth. Diba? Ang Dios naging tao sa tiyan ni Maria. And on that Christmas time, the angels announced to the shepherds that there will be peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Now, when John Lennon wrote this song, siya at yung kanyang asawa, si Yoko Ono, they were having this peace revolution. Alam yung parang they were going for world peace. Nagka-campaign sila, and their battle cry was, let's all just get along. Let's everybody stop fighting, stop the wars, stop the hunger, everybody. And so, at Christmas time, hindi ba, people likes to be in a good mood. They say everybody should be in a good mood. Let's have a ceasefire. You mga NPA or you mga Muslim rebels. Now, just for Christmas, would you please put down your guns and stop fighting? Let's have peace. Because Christmas time, eh? Pasko, dapat peace on earth. Let's get along. Let's make the world a better place. But is that really the reason kung bakit naparito si Jesus Christ? To stop the fighting? To stop the wars? Is that the peace? that the angels were announcing. Yun ba? Na peace on earth. Kasi na, na misunderstood ang mga tao. Akala nila, the peace that Jesus brought is world peace. But if, if Jesus is really bringing world peace, if the coming of Jesus Christ to the earth was to bring world peace and stop all of the wars and stop the fighting and let men get along with one another, then I think Jesus had failed. Kung yun talaga ang purpose ni Jesus, hindi naging successful. Dahil after Jesus and since the time of Jesus, how many wars have been fought on this earth? Ang dami. The Crusades, the wars in England, in France, in everywhere. China, the wars, the World War One, Civil War in America, World War Two. Akali nila yung mga world wars will be the final war. Sabi nila, the war that ends all wars. Titigil lang lahat ng mga gera. Because all of the nations, all of the superpowers were involved. 
Pero nakikita natin ang damning wars since the time of Jesus. So kung ang mission ni Jesus was to have world peace, he must have failed. Or the angels are announcing something different. Ang kanilang announcement na peace on earth and goodwill toward men, baka iba ang kanilang ibig sabihin. Let me tell you something. Peace on earth did happen, but it's not a goodwill among men. It's not peace among men from sang tao sa tao. It's peace from God to man. Are you following me? The war between God and man is over. It doesn't mean that all the wars between men will be over. But let me tell you something. The war between God and us was over. Peace finally came to earth. And goodwill finally came to all men. Because Jesus said, don't think I came to bring peace to earth. Sabi ng mga angels, peace on earth. Pero sabi ni Jesus, I didn't come to bring peace. Sounds like a conflict, di ba? Sounds like contradictory. Sabi ng mga angels, peace on earth. Sabi ni Jesus, I did not come to bring peace to earth. I didn't come to bring peace, but conflict. So, Jesus Christ actually brings conflict in our lives. Hello? Are you shocked na sasabihin ko yan that Jesus Christ, when He comes into your life, will actually bring, or there will the result of you receiving Jesus is conflict. Sabi ni Jesus, it will actually divide even in your own family. And some of you have probably experienced that. That because of your faith, nakaroon ka ng family problem. That because of your stand, because of your desire to receive Him, you might have had some conflict, maybe even some persecution. Do you know Jesus experienced that Himself? In John chapter 7, the Bible says that even Jesus' own brothers did not believe in Him. And they criticized Him and mocked Him. Mismong kapatid, blood relative. Mismong bahay. Sabi ni Jesus in, over in Luke chapter 6, He said, A prophet doesn't get honor in his own hometown and among his relatives and in his own household. Mark chapter 6. Mark, Mark 6 verse 4. And in 2 Timothy 3.12 the Bible says, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So, tandaan mo, resistance, rejection, persecution even. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, if you want to have the good news, the gospel, there's no promise that it will be a bed of roses. In fact, Jesus promised there will be conflict. Bakit? Because there is a war. Number one, there is a war. You were at war against God. You were at war against God. Sa totoo lang, the world 
and the spirit of the world and the spirit of God are not friends. Did you know that? The spirit that is in this world and the spirit that is inside of you are not friendly to each other. There is conflict. There's a war. And sa totoo lang, before we received Christ, before you came to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you were God's enemy. Hindi ba alam yun? You were God's enemy. Romans chapter 5, verse 8 and verse 10 says, While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. For if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to Him through the death of His Son. Okay? So dati, if you are not a Christian, you, you know, as when we were born, we were born on the, in the enemy camp. When you were born physically, you were not born a child of God. Hello? Some people think all human beings are children of God. No, that's not true. Jesus told the unbelievers, you are of your father, the devil. We're not in the same family. He said, you're not in my family. You, you have a different father than me. And when you have a different heavenly father, if your heavenly father is Jehovah God, then you're a child of God. But you are not born automatically a child of God. You have to be born again to become a child of God. It's not automatic. The truth is we're actually born with a sin nature that is in the enemy camp, the enemy territory. So you were, and I was, at war with God. We declared independence from God. The moment you sin, you assaulted God's holiness. And you said, I declare independence from you. And we rebelled against him. It all started with Adam. Garden of Eden. Adam rebelled. He sinned. Ano nangyari? Do you think God is so angry at people? You think God is, he hates, uh, he, he, he hates sin, but he doesn't hate the sinner. So Adam sinned and broke the, the covenant, broke the usapan with God and declared independence from God. Pero kahit na gera na between God and man, God still has a heart of love. Ang puso ng Diyos, nagmamahal pa rin. Even though he has enemies. We were his enemies. Adam was his enemy. Did the Bible say that God hid himself from Adam? No, di ba? Naglalakad sila noon may fellowship, di ba? Noong nakaroon siya ng sin, the Bible says that Adam hid from God. God did not hide himself from Adam. How many of us have sometimes when you sin, it wasn't God that left you. It wasn't God that was angry at you. You left God. And later, the children of Adam, see Cain, the first murderer. Who did he kill? His brother. And again, the Bible says that Cain left the presence of God. Ibig sabihin, kahit murderer, capital murder, he deserves to die, hindi pa galit si God. E kung galit si God, dapat patayin si Cain. But God did not kill Cain. In fact, God protected Cain 
and made a mark on Cain that no one should kill him. He's a murderer. He deserves to die. He lied about killing even. But God never left him. He was the one who left the presence of God. And God protected him. I'm telling you, even in the midst of war against God, his heart is so loving to us. And that even though sin grew in the world, dumami ang kasalanan sa mundo, over and over and over again, it got worse and worse. Ang pakikidil ng Dios sa tao was still very patient and long-suffering. And he even made himself available. Kung sinong gustong makipag-ugnayan sa Dios, he would be available. Like Noah and Enoch. Ito mga early men who walked with God and talked with God even though the whole world was full of sin. God still loved and initiated relationship. I'm trying to tell you that even though you were at war with God, He wasn't warring against you. But God has a war against sin. Not the sinner, pero ang kaaway ng Dios is the sin. Because the sin is what blocks Him from the relationship with you. And because God loves you, galit siya sa kasalanan. Pero praise God, may magandang balita ako. God ay hindi galit ngayon. The war is over. God has always loved you. Every sin you've ever done, God hated the sin, but He loved you. God was angry at your sin, but He loves you. Number two, Jesus came and made peace. Noon, nakikidil ang Dios sa tao through laws, through rules and rituals. God wanted the whole time, ang nice ng Dios is face-to-face, heart-to-heart, conversation, makikipag-usap, just like I've been talking in this past series, How to Hear the Voice of God. Ang nice ng Dios is closeness, intimacy. He wants you to know Him in an intimate intercourse. Pero sabi ng mga people during the time of Moses, they closed their ears. When God would speak, they would close their ears. Ang tinig ng Dios is so banal. And they were so sinful. And they cried and they begged to Moses, Moses, please, don't let God speak to us. You be the one to speak to God on our behalf. You be the one to talk to God and tell us what He says. Imagine, the people didn't want to have that close relationship with God. So walang choice si God except to have a relationship sa tao based on rules and rituals. Pero that's not God's first choice. And that is not God's plan. Listen to me. That is not God's plan. The laws of God, all of the Ten Commandments, and lahat ng mga laws na nababasa natin sa Old Covenant, were not to make people holy. They were to show that God is holy and we are not. All of the laws, all of the rules, all of the regulations... 
They were never intended to make you holy. God knows you cannot keep those rules. Even how hard you try, you will break them. The laws were given so that it would show that God is holy and I am not. And it would cause me to come to Him with humility and say, I need a Savior. So the law of the Old Covenant was to prepare the way for Jesus. Okay, number two is Jesus came and made peace. Ang ginawa ni Jesus dahil siya'y Diyos na naging tao, He did for us what we could not do for ourselves. Amen. Siya, He lived a perfect life as a boy, masunurin, mabait, lahat. He lived a perfect teenage life. He was holy. He was sinless. He lived and meet the standard of God. Yung kataas-taasang kabanal-banalang Dios, ang standard ng Dios, and Jesus perfectly fulfilled and pleased God a hundred percent. He obeyed the law on your behalf and offered his life bilang sacrifice instead of you. Isn't that great? And the maximum penalty for our sins. I binuhostong kay Jesus. When Jesus offered Himself on the cross, in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6, says, The Lord laid on Him, transfer sa Kanya, the iniquity of us all. Your sins and my sins were transferred to Jesus. The Bible uses a word, impute. Okay? Or it's actually an accounting term. If you look at Romans chapter 4, in verse 8, you can see it in this English version. It says, Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count, count like counting money or counting your records. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him. It means the Lord will never charge to your account that sin. Hello. Wow, that's good. I mean, if I go to the restaurant and buy some food, then they'll give me a bill. You call for the check. Can I have the bill? May utang na ako. Eh, kumain ako ng french fries or kung order ko. I have to pay. But what if I used a credit card? Hindi mo kailangan maglabas ng cash. You bring out a plastic card and they will swipe that and then at the end of the month, magbabayad ka. Ibibigay sa'yo ng bill. Yung listahan ng lahat ng mga charges mo doon sa credit card and you have to pay. What if I went to a restaurant and I ordered food and I ate and I used the credit card and I charged it to the card pero pagdating yung bill ko, wala yung charge na yan sa bill. Dahil merong nag-intercept at merong nagbayad para sa akin. That's what it means. It means the accounting of your sins never went to your record. But it wasn't just forgotten about. Hindi lang tinatabi. It was actually paid. Listen, 
we always talk about sins being forgiven. But I want to tell you, your sins were not just forgiven. Your sins were paid for. Do you understand? They weren't forgotten about. God is angry at sin. He hated sin. He was at war against sin. But when Jesus came, he made peace. How did Jesus make peace? By paying the penalty for sin. Remember, one of the translations or one of the definitions of the word peace, the Bible, is it, it translates in English, it was paid for. Another definition of peace is joining together two parts. Joining together. Reconcile. Restore. Made whole. Two pieces that were apart. Naging whole. Naging buo. Oneness. Unity. That's shalom. That's peace. And Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. Because Jesus made peace. When Jesus was on the cross, friends... God poured out his anger. How many of you watched the Passion of the Christ? You saw how terrible that was. All of the beatings and the blood ripping his flesh. All of the insults. And worst is not only the physical torture, but the emotional torture. Being separated from his father. All of that experience was God's anger. The wrath, the rage of God against sin. And because God poured out all, not 50%, all of his anger on Jesus, God has no more anger to pour out on you. Look at Colossians chapter 1 verse 220. By the way, when Jesus was on the cross, remember his last words? It is finished. Another translation would say it is accomplished. What was accomplished? The peace. The peace. The bringing together you and God finished. Look at Colossians 1 verse 20. It says here, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. Okay? Ang Dios na kay Christ nung naglakad siya dito sa mundo. And through him, God, listen, reconciled everything to himself. What did God make peace? You know, reconcile means make peace again. What did God reconcile to himself? Everything. Everything. Just the religious people? No, everything. Let's read again. Next sentence. He made peace with everything. Whoa. I used to think that he only made peace with the good people. God only made peace with church members. Only with believers. No. God made peace with Muslims, Buddhists. Atheist. God made peace with everything and everyone. Let me tell you something. The blood of Jesus, you sacrifice need Jesus, was not with limitations. 
It's unlimited. One drop. The, let me tell you, the, the, the blood of Jesus is so holy. His life was so perfect. One small drop of his blood was worth more than all of the penalty and all of the sin of the whole world. It says that he made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. How about that? Would you catch this? Would you catch the spirit, the love of God? He made peace on earth. Not, not just world peace, not just peace between the, the Muslims and the Christians or peace between the rebels. No, he made peace with himself to you. Before you believed in him. Before you came to church. Before you were born. Jesus already paid a price. Sapat para tubusin ang lahat ng ginawa mong kasalanan. Do you, do you understand that His payment was more than enough? In fact, Isaiah chapter 40 says it was double. In Isaiah 40 verse 2 says, Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Jerusalem, that's us. And cry to her that her warfare is ended. That her iniquity is pardoned and that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Okay? Sa ibang version it says she served her sentence. Her sin is taken care of, forgiven. Because why? God transferred your sin to Jesus. At God transferred the righteousness of Jesus to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19 says, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting men's sins against them. And verse 21, he made him, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God. Number three, the war is over. If you want it. Okay? Now, madalas na pag naririnig mo yung mga preachings or yung mga religious people, ang kanilang sigaw is, Repent! Masama kang sinner! Repent! Lagot ka! Galit ang Diyos sa iyong kasalanan! Diba? And sometimes we feel so afraid. 
because uh, madalas naririnig ko ay pag nag-invite ko yung mga mga unbelievers mag-church let's let's join us sa Sunday service ay hindi ako pwede doon masusunog ako pag pumasok ako doon why? why do they say that? because ang feeling nila is galit ang Diyos sa kanila and sometimes the preaching in churches is really like that you're a bad sinner natamaan ka dapat lang masama galit ang Diyos sa'yo by the way, come to church. <laughs> you know, I mean, no wonder why people don't come. If, if I said to you, yung, yung lalaki dyan, yung mayari ng bahay niyan, galit na galit siya sa'yo. Lagot ka. By the way, want to visit him? <laughs> no, I don't want to visit his house. And that's how people feel. People don't want to visit the house of God because they think God is mad. They think God is still in a war against them. But I'm telling you, the good news, the gospel, is the war is over. Jesus made peace already. It's finished. Now, you write this down. You might not have peace with God, but He is at peace with you. He loves you. Uh, Bambi and I were in Thailand with her parents and we uh, bought our tickets for a dinner cruise. Okay, siya, para siyang, uh, I think about a two or three hour river cruise. Isang parang malaking barge, a big boat, na flat siya and may restaurant, five-star dining restaurant on that ship with a live band and a dance floor. So on this, And so we were in Thailand going down this river cruise. Now when you buy a ticket, kasama lahat ng food. It's buffet, everything is free. Basta you pay for the ticket. Reserve seat, either sa upper deck or sa lower deck. And then the food. Now, when we were there, talagang kulit ako. We have to get an upper deck seat. Because I want to see, because at, at night, you're in the river of uh, Thailand. I want to see the lights and lahat ng mga sights doon. So, napansin ko, yung isang table sa katabi namin, mayroong nakalagay doon reserved. And they have reserved places sa mga guests nila na nakabili ng ticket and they already bought the ticket. But when the boat started going away already, it left us the dock. Wala yung mga tao. Anong tao doon? They call that a no-show. Kasi hindi sila nagpakita. Nakabili ng ticket but they were a no-show. Ibig sabihin, the price for that trip that cruise kasama na ang lahat ng food and all the entertainment the live band the dancing everything it was already paid for sayang sayang that's not refundable friends kung sino nakabili ng ticket na yan sayang kasi ang ganda-ganda at ang sarap ng food and you know what a lot of people today are going to hell not because God hates them. Not because God is at war. God has no more problem with our sin. The penalty is fully paid. Even for your sins, even for your parents and your relatives, even for your neighbors, even for the sins of the atheists, the Buddhists, the Muslims, rapists, the rebels the murderers, the sin is already paid. 
Sa totoo lang, hindi galit ang Diyos. <laughs> sa kasalanan. It's already fully paid. But you have to do something. You have to show up. Kung no-show ka, you will end up in hell, not because God put you there. Because ngayon, the issue is not about sins. The issue is if you receive or reject the payment for the sins. Are you following me? It's all, will you receive or reject Jesus? Siya lang ang payment. He said, I am the only way and the truth and life. No one can come to the Father except through me. But if you come to the Father through Jesus, it's free. And the Father loves us so much. Your sins have already been paid for. God is not angry at you. And the war that we used to have, yes, it's true, before we were Christians, we were enemies of God. But He was not an enemy to us. Because before you were born, He already made peace with you. Before you sinned, He already made peace with you in advance. Are you following this? Jesus brought peace on earth for you to be reconciled with God. Jesus brought goodwill towards men, from God to men. It's not world peace, let's get along and love each other. That's good, I hope that will happen more, but that's not the agenda of the Lord first. If we have peace with God, then we can have the peace of God, and we can export the peace of God into our environment and change the environment. And you can have peace, even in conflict. I believe if you are a carrier of the benefits of God, you can even be hurt-proof. You can even go through this life manifesting the grace and the forgiveness of God. But friends, there's no more war with God. As far as God is concerned, it's peace, peace, and peace. Kaya yan ang awit ng mga anhel. Peace on earth. Goodwill to men. Now, here's the quick applications. Number one, make peace with God today. Make peace with God today. Number two, rather than focus on sin, receive God's love. Listen, I, I'm not saying sin is, is okay with God. Hindi ko sinasabi na, ay, God, God doesn't mind. God doesn't care about sin. Hindi ko sinasabi niyan. God cares a lot. If you could remember what Jesus went through, you will realize how God hates sin. So hindi ko sinasabi na God doesn't hate sin. Ang sinasabi ko is God hated sin and punished sin in Jesus so that He will not have to punish the sin in you. You got to get that. Jesus was the kapalit for your sin. God hates sin. He's angry at sin before Jesus. That's why sa Old Testament, yung mga sin, even a child disobey his parents, stone him to death. There was judgment, fire from heaven. There were people killed because God hates sin. But that was the Old Covenant. And the New Covenant is Jesus took 
that punishment. And God punished sin in Jesus so that he won't punish sin in you. Wow. That's good. So if you realize the price that he paid for you, kung talagang maging aware ka na, wow, laki ng, laki ng ginawa ni Jesus sa akin. Ang, naghirap siya ng matindi para sa akin. If you realize the high price what he paid for you, you will fall in love with him. He who has been forgiven much, loves much. And love is the motivation to stop us from sinning. Look at 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. This is love for God, to obey His commandments. And His commandments are not burdensome. If you understand how much God loves you, you will serve Him more by accident. <laughs> you will serve Him more out of a love motivation than you ever could serve Him by trying hard. Look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, hanggang 3. 1 John chapter 3 says, How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. And everyone who has this hope fixed on Him purifies Himself, just as He is pure. Mga kapatid, laws don't make you holy. Keeping rules and regulations will never make you become holy. The laws will only show you that you're really not holy. Because you tried to keep the laws and you broke it. Holiness comes to us as a gift that Jesus bought and we receive. And the work, Sabini Jesus, because they asked, what work should we do? Jesus said, the work that you should do is to believe in the one who God has sent. The work that you should do, if you're going to work hard, work hard at believing that Jesus made peace for you already. Work hard at believing that no matter how bad you were this week, God will never be mad at you again. I'm not saying you should go out and sin. If you do that, you're crazy. Sa lang, a true born-again Christian doesn't look for ways to sin. A truly converted person looks for ways to overcome sin. Right? You know that because before you were a Christian, you sinned, no problem. <laughs> and now you sin, it's a big problem. But never go to condemnation. Never go to feel that, oh, I'm not worthy. Oh, I cannot come to the presence of God. He hates me. He's angry at me. No. That's why Jesus came. That's the whole purpose of Christ. That's why it's what Christmas is all about. Jesus came to earth to make peace on earth and goodwill towards men. God knows you can't keep all of His commandments. That's why Jesus did it for you. When you really believe how much He loves you, you will fall in love with Him. And when you love Him, obeying His commandments is easy. 
It's not a struggle. It's easy because you want to. And number three, application. Tell others the good news that God is not mad. God is not angry with you. Listen, God is not in a bad mood. God is not moody. He hated sin. There was a war, but it's over now. If you want. If you want it, because you have to choose. And I encourage you, choose today. Say, Jesus, I want it. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. Oh, God, thank you that you sent your son to live and to die and to reconcile me. Thank you, Lord, for the price you paid on the cross to end the war, to end that never-ending cycle of violence, the punishment that sin deserves. You, 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 you went to war against that. And you poured out your anger and your wrath and your judgment. You put it out on your own son instead of me. And I thank you, Lord, that your anger was not given uh, 50 or 90%, but 100% on Jesus so that I could be set free. And that you would never again, ever charge me for my sins. Thank you for paying that penalty once and forever, final and finished. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the cross. It's all about the cross. And we give you praise for that. In Jesus' name, amen.